This is Aikido Discussed, your regular weekly Aikido podcast, where we talk about everything that is the martial art of Aikido. I'm Christopher Hine, head instructor at Aikido of Fresno, and with me is... Joshua Tihi, assistant instructor at Aikido of Fresno. And Maya Solano-McDaniel, first Q and student at Aikido of Fresno. All right, here we are. Welcome, everyone. And also you guys. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. Yeah, Glad to be included. It's nice to be welcome. It is, right? Yeah. Um, we have a, a topic prepared, as we do every week, that we're going to talk about. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, Chris, this was your idea, so I'll, yep. I'll let you kind of throw it out, and then uh, we'll just jump right in. So one of our listeners, I'm going to be as, um, you know who you are, but I'm going to be you as nondescript as possible, are. because I'm not trying to throw shade on any one person. I just want to talk about this phenomena. To and be clear, you're not throwing shade at all at the listener. No, oh, no, 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 no. We had a whole conversation about it, and, and this podcast is his idea. I don't know. I mean, I guess, is that... I'm, anyway, yeah. Anyways, I just whatever. don't want... I don't... I'm not throwing shade on anyone, but no, I like it. I love, I'm glad that he brought, it reckon, brought this thing up. Yeah. Um, but I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm trying to be as non-directional with this as possible because I have a feeling I'm going to be seething a, a few different points um, because I don't, I really don't like this thing that happens, mm. um, but I don't want to direct it at anyone. Right. It's not personal. It's just annoying. It's just a thing. Yeah. And so what, um, what, what yeah, yeah. so that thing <laughs> is uh, <laughs> uh, chip on your shoulder Aikido, which is, uh, I think it's this horrible phenomena that exists with Aikido people and probably every martial arts got their equivalent of this. I'm just very familiar with it because... I know Aikido people very well. And, you know, it's basically the idea of having a chip on your shoulder, which is like you feel like there's something going on with you, um, untruly so, that you're you're not being given your due in some way, and um, and and you're you're wrong about that. You know, like <laughs> like you know, so I mean, like how I'm really familiar with the phrase chip on the shoulder is like my grandpa would say, you know, like, oh, you look like you need to get that chip knocked off your shoulder, which means, you know, like you're walking around acting like a smart ass and I could shut you down right, any second right. if I wanted to. And y- you shouldn't be being the way you are. Right. You know, you're, you're gloating and acting inappropriately right. for, for what's going on. Yeah. Chip on the, that's an interesting, have, have you heard that t- that before? I've heard it, but yeah. I'm just trying to figure out. It's like, like a, uh, it's like an old man. I feel like it's a very old man. Like it's, my family would say stuff like that, as you know. Yeah. Um, and it's, yeah, it's just like this, like, uh, I sort of take it as like there's, it's like kind of this weird sense of entitlement kind of thing. Like you're walking around like you're better than everyone. Right, right. That you have uh-huh. like this thing that like, that ev- that people owe you something or that, you know, there's like that, like a that kind of. Like superiority complex. Yeah, a little bit of like a superior, well. Like I think. Hmm. Yeah, I think, yeah, there is a superiority like kind of built into it, but that's maybe not the. Right, you kind of think you're better then. Um, and you think other people aren't giving you the due you should. But at the exact same time, you are less than you think you are. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. like you think you're the greatest and no one's giving you your due. But at the same time. It's clear to everyone else that you're a dipshit. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, yeah, and, and I mean that was a, that was a phrase I heard a lot growing up, and and that's kind of the context it's used in. And so, like when I started realizing what this was, it was oh, it's just like chip on your shoulder. I As people, like, yeah, people who have a, a chip on. Well, so explain. So I uh, <laughs> totally agree that there are people um, within the Aikido community who have you know. A chip on their shoulder. Like you said, it's probably in every, like, you know, every martial art probably has an equivalent. And if you really think about it, you probably could figure out, you know, who these people are. But, like, how does it manifest? How do you see it manifesting in uh, in Aikido? So, I, I think an important thing to understand about Aikido is... So, I'm going to I'm gonna circle back around because I, I'm going to say what I'm about to say. And, and people who are unhappy with it are going to, to counter with, well, that's not all Aikido. And I'm going to come back with that. I'm going to come back at that because I think I have a lot to say about that also. But um, the thing with Aikido is the zeitgeist of Aikido is peace and harmony and about not hurting people. Like that is what you're getting into, at least the colloquial idea. Sure. Okay. Yeah. And so if you do Aikido, then that's the kind of martial art you're studying. You're studying a martial art that's not about hurting people, and it's about trying to make the most peaceful interaction you can possibly have. 
Now, people who learn that martial art and then turn around and say, oh, I'm a badass. I could crush people. You know, like I, I know secret techniques and, you know, break bones. When you really understand Shionage, oh, man. Rip it, off the arm. Rip an arm yeah. off. Yeah. Like this kind of stuff. And it's like you, you don't get it both ways. Right. Like. Right. Okay, and and now now that I've said that little bit that uh, upsets me, let me talk about the part that upsets me more. So, <laughs> please do. So, uh, there are there are people in the world who are absolute beasts. Like they're 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 tough, destructive, hardened people who can thrash other people around, right? And and th- these are like, you know, serious military people maybe some pro fighters some some really tough guys who you know there's probably some bikers out there who meet this say, you yeah, know some, like uh, elite prisoner yeah, yeah. prisoner yeah prisoners you know of... like, like people who have and like i mean i think to be in this category you like you've murdered people you have had many attempts on your life you have faced great peril um these people almost to the person that that i've been around or seen um, have these same traits, which is like they usually care about being very, very physical creatures. They're generally gigantic, and even if they're not gigantic, they're they're very strong and big for who they or are. They're, yeah. because physicality right. is important. They are sneaky, uh, meaning that like you know they always have you know weapons hidden and stuff like this, and and they're mean, and their their life has been challenged many, many times. They, so it's like they're taking every advantage that they can possibly be afforded, like to be prepared for some yes. kind of conflict yes. and also have been through many, many yes. life-threatening conflicts. Yes, yes. And I mean, you know, a public figure like this, like, you know, so you look at a guy like Tim Kennedy, this is this is a real-life person who's like this. Like, you know, he is a big, huge beast. He was in the top 10 UFC fighters. He has had multiple military deployments. He's a special forces sniper. He has done, you know, everything tough guy people can do. So, like, that's a beast, right? Like, that's a person who's really a destroyer, right? So there are going to be people who hear me say this about Aikido, and they're going to say, oh, there are some tough Aikido people. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If there are any, and, and I've never met them, and, and I'm sure I'm sure this is really sad. Some people hear me say this, and they, oh, you haven't met me. <laughs> but <laughs> I don't mean to laugh. <laughs> I mean, but, but go ahead. Go but, but look. You haven't met me. You're not one of those kind of people. And studying the martial art of Aikido cannot make you that kind of person. It's impossible, right? It's impossible because in Aikido, you don't practice murdering people. You never murder anyone. And no one ever tries to murder you. And like by murder, I mean, I'm literally like kill you savagely and do terrible things to your body, like like real brutal things. And there are a group of Aikido people, chip on your shoulder Aikido people, who are certain that they know about how to rip arms off people and, and, and do all kinds of insane stuff. Now, normally, when they're talking about the stuff they know how to do, it's so pedestrian and ridiculous in the first place that anyone who had seen any real violence would go, well, I, I guess that might hurt or, you know, injure you somewhat, but that's not really a threat. That's not, yeah. That's not death. Right. And and they really they really want to talk about how Aikido's about like like oh you don't know the dark side of Aikido Aikido doesn't have a dark <laughs> side right like so b- by dark side to like children yes you know children are easily right. scared by things right <laughs> so like yeah there's there's a dark side of Aikido for children I throw you around I lock you in a... but there's nothing <laughs> the dark side for children is like um a bedroom with the nightlight on yeah it's so yeah, dark it's spooky and there could be things under the bed and in the closet right, right. but the darkest darkest side of Aikido is nothing like regular military life, right? So like the hardest thing in Aikido is not like basic military service, right? Oh, yeah. And, and, you know, while I'm sure there are some some beasts in basic military service, what you would call a real like, you know, crusher, those people don't even exist in military, regular military. They're beyond that, right? Like these are, these are very hardened, hardened people. And so like, it's impossible to get that in Aikido. So it really upsets me when I see Aikido people talking about how powerful it is and they want to convince 
other people about like the destructive power of Aikido and, and it's unfair that Aikido has not been given its due because it really is very serious stuff and it's it's childish it's a childish uh, understanding of violence and it's childish understanding of conflict and 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 the possibilities in the world and it comes from like to to tie it back into that chip on the shoulder like so where does where does that that like thing that feeling that whatever that these people have like where does that come from do you think because this is how it ties into that chip on the shoulder because when you have a chip on your shoulder it's that that idea of like um that like i i'm not getting my due and i think that that that's part of it what you're saying which is like these people are like like aikido is killer and people need to understand it and they and they can't understand why other people can't understand why it's not you right. know, like they they are aghast that someone would not believe right. that Aikido is, you know, a crazy destructive thing. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, I think, look, a lot of people who do Aikido and, and, and probably a lot of people who are in this camp of chip on your shoulder Aikido people, they were scared people, you know, and, and they wanted to stop being scared and they undertook martial arts. And then within the Aikido community, they undertook hard Aikido training. And look, when I'm saying this, I'm not saying that there isn't hard Aikido training. There absolutely is hard Aikido training. What I'm saying is it's nowhere near the level of like real crushers. It doesn't, like, right. It doesn't raise to the level of, yeah, people you know, who murder it, and, anything, and do, do vicious violence. You anything know? Like, outside of like, and I think this is a... Um, something that runs a a thread that runs throughout martial arts which is like this idea that you doing this martial art is uh good for anything other than the the martial art right in reality right um and so this would fit right in with that which is right. like it doesn't raise up to the level of being anything other than your your the martial art that you're doing right right you know so like to me I'm only going to speak for Aikido right now but like you know what you get playing hardcore like football um like look a football player i don't think anyone they, they're tough people like they're strong and like you know like a, a parent uh, in, especially like a serious football player like i'm not necessarily saying a pro athlete because the pro athletes they have a, a physical quality that's that's really great but like just the mentality and the toughness that comes from regular practice and physically sure. doing something super hard you know high level wrestlers like nc2a wrestlers these are all strong capable people none of them are crushers now they could be they could be like these elite level badass beast people, but like they had to go do something else to get that, right? right and like sure. and like wrestling or football or whatever might be a step along, you know? Now, the vast majority of Aikido training doesn't really even get on the level of like of that. competitive yeah. sports, right? And competitive sports is not nearly on the level that I'm talking about. And so I, I really think that these people who were scared went and challenged themselves and became stronger and became able. And that's awesome. It's great. It's what we should all seek to do. But somewhere in that, they felt that they deserved more than they deserved. Right, more credit or more, uh, like, whatever, more accolades, right. more, uh, hey. Yeah, more yeah. applause and Good back job. Yeah, you're, head rubbing. What you're doing is is awesome. And the, and the real truth is they have that chip because they haven't put themselves in the position often enough to be destroyed by strong people mm-hmm. to realize that they're not that person, you know? I wonder if it, it too, could be a, a case of this. Is, so I discovered something, and I don't know if there's, a, like, an actual word for what I'm talking about, but, like, a, like, superiority-inferiority complex where it's, like, I've met people in my life. I had a friend in, whatever, junior high, high school, who in a group of people was always like seeking to get attention and clearly thought quite a lot of herself and would, you know, like, like to perform in front of people and like, you know, like acted like she was the shit. Um, but I was good friends with her and I knew at the same time that she really thought that she was shit, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. horrible mm-hmm. shit. And like this duality of her personality really confused me because I'm like, why would you act like and, and draw attention to yourself if you think you're such a piece of shit? Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And 
that was mind blowing to me at that time. And it's taken me a long time to kind of think about like, there are quite a lot of people like this mm -hmm. that are, you know, secretly think that they're total trash and hate themselves. But and at so the same time, that front. Right, right. Right. And so I wonder if the, like, to me, chip on your shoulder kind of brings up that same idea of like someone who is presenting that they think they're the shit and everybody should tell them that they're the shit, but it's because there's such a cavernous, like gap in their right. in their self-worth or whatever and so they feel like they, they need extra kudos all the time because right. they can't get enough because right. there's a hole there and they don't feel good about it and right. so i wonder if that's a huge part of it is their like martial arts self-esteem is really is, low is low yeah yeah well and i think that's back to a lot of the stuff that we always talk about which is it comes down to understanding the martial art and understanding it for yourself in such a way that like that 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 doesn't matter you know what i'm saying right. so i think that's another part of it is like you don't even really understand what you're doing um in the martial art you haven't like so whatever you, so you can say anything and you will because why not right 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 and especially in the martial art the martial art world especially as it was i think it's changing now um where you know it was about studying martial art was about how like how deadly can you be right like that was the you know at least the subtext right for everything right like wanting to learn you know i want to be bruce lee because bruce lee has a one inch punch that can crush a man's you know like whatever like right i mean yeah. or you know i want to know aikido because it has these throws that can i can rip a dude's arm off or like you know like right. that's the so, you know, when I, when I was a kid um, and, you know, I, I wanted to be a ninja and super awesome like anyone. And, and you know, um, I wanted, yeah, you killed my brother. <laughs> um, but, you know, I, I, I often was trying to, and that was stupid. You know, I was really dumb. Like looking at it now, it's like, oh, you're dumb. Or I was like willfully stupid because yeah, maybe I was scared, Or you were but, a just immature. child. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But like I was, you know, trying to figure out this path. And so like doing martial arts seemed like a good path to become strong and it's probably exactly the path i needed but what i thought i was getting like what i thought martial arts were is not what they actually were so like what i should have done if i wanted to be a crusher which is what i thought i wanted to do i, I didn't but uh i should have just joined the military i should have tried to go into a special forces program i should have got deployed a whole bunch and then i should have done some contractor work after right. and that that's that that would have been a path you know or i could have joined a really hardcore gang right. and got jumped in and got uh -huh. tough and went and did a bunch of criminal shit and got to yeah. be a tough guy you know like yeah. so like these are the actual paths to get this like hardcore thing and i think a lot of these chip on your shoulder people they picked aikido and now i really want to circle back to the, the part that's particularly upsetting but they 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 got good at aikido and they they thought they were becoming that person but they were moving right, right. but you're not becoming that person it's impossible you know and and what i think is a real bullshit thing about it is because with aikido there's there's two people i think who get into aikido i mean there's all kinds of people but you know two rough categories one category is like your um, hey, that sounds like a sensible thing for the daily world where like, I don't really want to hurt people, but I want to learn ways that maybe they can't hurt me. And like this Aikido thing sounds like a peaceful, normal way to go about that. Then the other is like, oh, Morihei Yoshiba had magic powers. And so like, he could probably blast people with these magic powers and I want those magic powers. Right. 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 So those are the two big swaths of people. Well, the people who went in and got their black belt and did a bunch of hard Aikido training, they... I think this chip, this like you're talking about your friend who really thinks they're a piece of shit inside but puts up this big front, uh -huh. um, they're really upset that they spend all their time doing the Aikido training and, they don't yeah. have magic and, and that they're not these crushers. Yeah. yeah, and they don't have these magic powers. And so like they're they're putting a front up for that, you know, and yeah. Yeah. it's bullshit. And it's particularly shitty because Aikido's not even deadly challenging. It's not even as hard as boxing in lots of ways, you know, like, I don't know, I'm, I'm, I'm not trying not to make too big a you know, sweeping arguments. Yeah. But. Yeah. I think you can often easily spot these people. Like when you first meet them, um, Chris told me something a while back that I thought like, I mean, it's a no shit. Like I'm going to tell you and it's going to be like, Oh, of course. But like people tell you about themselves. If you listen, they just tell you about themselves. And I think that, that 
an easy way to spot these people are the kind of people that upon meeting them or upon, you know, them teaching you a class for the first time or whatever, your first introduction to the person, they're listing their accolades and their, you know, their, you know, list of uh, belts and whatnot. Accomplishments like, and yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think, and, and you, you know, you, that seems fairly like, oh, well, they're just telling me like what their history is. But like, I think after a certain point, it's just like, that doesn't matter. That's not what we're here for. I don't know. If you, I feel like if, right. you, if you're leading with that information, it kind of signals to me that like you're more interested in, in telling us that you're a good guy instead of just showing us that you're a, a good badass right. guy. Right. Or, or, you know? Yeah. Or yeah, just explaining to us. Right. That you're a good. The, the knowledge that you, that you. Yeah. Rather than just telling us like and conversing and actually just demonstrating. So. Aside from being something that just like personally like grates on you, um, is does this affect the 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 sort of larger community? Does this affect the system as we the zeitgeist? I mean, how does this sort of bleed into? Because I I want to assume that it does um, into what it is that that we're all trying to do, and how does it make it more difficult for us to actually get where we should be going? Yeah, it's a, it's a, I think it's a huge problem because we can't get out of our own way and it's really annoying because the thing about Aikido that makes it interesting and different to people is that it's telling you in the front, you're not learning to be a destroyer of planets. You are simply learning to defend yourself in bad situations and ideally you won't even hurt the other person. Like that's ideally what we want, you know? So that's why it's attractive to people and I don't know... I don't, I mean, like, so I guess there's half, right? One half is that and one half is the magic powers. I guess when we talk again about the magic powers, um, uh, spoiler alert, they don't exist. But so like, you know, it's like, that's what's really good about Aikido. And so when you have these people out there, and especially some of them very reputable teachers who have quite a lineage behind them. And honestly, who am I to say that they don't know what they're talking about? But I feel this is true. Um, saying that like oh well in truth you're going to become a crusher because there are crushers out there looking at you saying that and and laughing right. at you you know like oh right. you're not right? right then there are people who are not even crushers who are greater than you looking at you and laughing at you right and then there are people who are students of these people right. who are looking at right. you and know they've done tougher stuff than you've done in your life and they're laughing at well, you well this is the um so there's the Joe Rogan like podcast where he talks to the Aikido guy. Uh -huh. Have you oh. seen like like whatever? Yes. And I feel that this is what this is what this is where you know you have this Aikido guy coming in and sitting in and trying to explain like whatever, and essentially trying to prove himself to Joe Rogan for the whole of the entire thing, which you should know from the very beginning. It's like it's it's not going to work for you, you know. Right. I mean, it's just not, and and it. To me, regardless of what the guy was saying, like it sort of made all of Aikido look bad because this guy was just was there and 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 didn't really have anything to back up what he was saying, other than like, uh, well, you just have to experience it or whatever, right? You know, it's like pray harder and you know right. you'll right. Yeah, you'll, you'll get there, you know. And what ends up happening is. All the people that listen to that, that that does that makes Aikido look look bad. I mean, that's what that's like my takeaway seeing it. I don't even know who the guy was or anything. Like, I, it was a while, a long time ago, so I don't remember the thing ultimately. But I do remember the feeling that I have that makes me want to talk about it right now, which right. is like, yeah, you know, like this yeah. is how we're going to represent ourselves. It's like the pathological liar at school. Everyone's got one. When right you're in school, right, right, and at first, like I mean, for a while, I think the we, world we was... were friends with that guy. <laughs> yeah, just so you know. Yeah, yeah I knew one too. Um, and uh, you know, at first, the school was like, "Whoa, you have a pony at home? Interesting." Like because nobody knows any better, but like right. we're past that point with Aikido. No, like now, like everyone knows when you're bullshitting, and like so, everyone just goes, "Yeah, dude, sure you do," you know. Right. And so it's like. You know, even if you actually did have a pony at home, I mean, you know, boy who cried wolf. Now no one's going to believe you because you've made all these dumb assertions. The pony would be the magical powers. Is that what you're... Yeah, yeah okay. exactly. And I mean, I think a part of the problem with, you know, these chip on your shoulder people and, and, and their lack of experience lots of ways in, in with the broader scope of, of conflict and what it is, is that 
they don't understand that you don't have to destroy everyone or be able to destroy everyone to have what most people want out of martial arts, mm -hmm. which is like some self-respect, some um, ability, feeling of being capable and able. Um, that's what most people want out of it. And so like when you're so confused and telling people that you've got to be a crusher to feel good about yourself, then that hurts or for art. your martial it's, art to have any worth. Right. Exactly. Right. 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 When you, when you put the worth of your martial art in, um, you know, how good is it at ripping people's arms off or whatever? Right. Right. At mortal combat. Like if, if I got called to the netherworld or whatever to, to fight for. <laughs> and you know, <laughs> like, in the Aikido community, like Kishimaru Yoshiba, like there's, there's, there's definitely a lot of, um, um, He's a divisive character because, you know, a lot of people feel like, oh, you know, he didn't spend the time on the art that he should have. He um, he was always talking about peace and he wasn't a tremendously powerful guy. The 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 ideas that he put into Aikido and, and made tangible for people are the ideas that have made it that we prevalent carry, today. Yeah, that carry on. And yeah. they're the real reason. Now, there are some other ideas about magic powers. Now... Those magic powers aren't what you think they are, right? So I'm, I'm not going to say it's real or not real because there's lots of ways we could think about this. Sure. But it's not what you think it is. No one's becoming superhuman. No one's able to do amazingly powerful things. That, that That's not what's happening. And so, like, if you're in it for that, you're going to be disappointed. Mm -hmm. So, so. We should just maximize upon the idea that it's a peaceful, civilized martial art for regular people, and that will and make move, it accessible. Right, and move forward with that as our base. Yes. Do you think the chip on your shoulder people overlap at all with the magic powers people? I think they're the people grown up. I mean, that's what I think happened, you know. And like, and I think now at, at a certain point, they've they're smart enough to to not say there's magic powers anymore, but they're basically still saying there's magic powers because somehow they're saying, you know, at you know, 75 years old and 115 pounds and five foot one, I am able to defeat a 6'2", 250-pound special forces trained guy because I, because I have this special skill. And right. Th that's They've replaced skill with the word magic power. Right. And, yes, and that's right. Yes. They're yes. not changing I mean, because I've argument. talked to a zillion of these people and like, you know, I, I, I just say to them, um, oh, so, so it's like magic. And then they laugh at me and they're like, oh, no, it's certainly not magic. And then they'll go on to describe something that has no basis in reality. And it's like, <laughs> well, that sounds like magic to me. Yeah. Put whatever word you want to put on it. Right. But. Well, and the other, there is another thing here where it seems to me that it's like um, that the the people who also think these things have no um, want or intention to try to show that it is anything other to show that it is what they're saying. You know, what, like so uh, they're making claims. And with nothing to back it up and no right. intent to ever try to show any That's backing right. it up. That's right. And so that makes it difficult, especially because now you can. Sure, absolutely. Like, you can easily. You want to box, you want to wrestle, you want to fight with swords. That's if, all available. People I mean, are doing if, it all over. If there, if there was any truth to the, the situation, we would know it by now. Because someone would, would put it out there. Right. Because the minute that someone could, like the minute that it could actually be done in the way that people, these people think, they would be, they would be on tape, they would be everywhere. Right, right. No, look, <laughs> like, the, the, you know, I mean. The kind of thinking, so I, I had a, a long discussion with a, a major pro proponent of one of these magic Aikido people. And um, uh, basically, you know, the people in this guy's camp believe, you know, I mean, really, that I, I, I bet if he told them he could flip a school bus by hand, they would be like, oh, yeah, probably, you know, like they, they're really, they're really hyped up on the stuff this guy does, you know, and, and um, I'm not going to get into all the details, but, but basically, while having a conversation with this guy's major proponent, um, uh, I, I was saying, um, if this guy did have the kinds of powers that you guys suggest, then why wouldn't he do it publicly 
and become rich. Yeah. And the guy told me completely seriously that he doesn't do that because that's not the kind of life he wants to live. And I said, well, this guy's constantly promoting his stuff. I can't go very far without seeing promotions for his stuff. And so, so clearly it, he does want to he, be around and out there. But yeah. only right. only to a certain level. Right. And so only it's like, too. why doesn't he go into a ring or, 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 you know, go save a third world country or do something with these powers that he has? Um, and then, you know, everyone would think it was great. And then it would be really easy for him. To, and, and the guy was like, oh, no, that's not what he's interested in. That's not the kind of person he is. And so, like. They will always, there's always a way to say, like, the magic power still exists. Right. Magic power still exists. Well, yeah. Once you believe, there's no stopping believing. Right. Because someone gives you a good argument. That's not how believing in something works. And I mean, look, truthfully, I don't mind that. Like, I don't really mind that, like, that, that, that thing. And if people want to believe, you know, the problem is that it gets in the way of, uh, everything else and for me you know the truth the way that i deal with it um is just like i don't like it doesn't exist to me you know you like don't i look at it yeah. no i just don't look at it i don't so you know you're talking about chip on your shoulder aikido and truthfully um you know i know about it because peripheral but i've never really experienced it because i don't really put myself in situations with a lot of necessarily a lot a lot of different types of aikido people because like I, that, that's not what I need to do, you know? Right. So, I mean, I, I I do think that in some ways, if that's what you're into, cool. I I don't think people should be, should dilute themselves, you know, um, be, you know, delusional people aren't, you know, you should try to be as honest with yourself as possible. But, you know, I'm not going to judge anyone for what they're doing. But you do need to realize that if you're out there saying, like, it does have effects beyond you know you and into the the community and into the the art and if we do want to if there are a group of people who are serious about growing it and beyond what it is and really like touching at the the possibilities of what aikido can do which we haven't you know all that has to get like pushed out of the way you know yeah so So, something so like i i i don't know how to broach this in the way i want to broach this um but i i'm 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 telling this story as a way to talk about this thing so um you know you you hear these stories about aikido teachers you know like uh these incredible stories where they like uh beat up this guy someone came to um uh, test the skill and the teacher did amazing things or or you know like um uh there was a some fight broke out and the sensei jumped in yeah. and disarmed the guy and flipped three guys you know like these stories you know and so these kinds of stories are what people base their aikido crusher guy on okay and and i i just want to build a framework for what these stories are and and you know so the 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 dichotomy the false dichotomy that people build in their head is either that happened and it's amazing or the guy's a liar, you know? Mm-hmm. And so they'll, they'll yeah. say like, well, I guess then Teacher X, Shihan X, is either lying or he is amazing, right? right? Okay. So one time uh, in Southern California, um, a group of sumo wrestlers came in and they wanted to do sumo. And I was there and everyone was like, Chris wants to do sumo <laughs> with you because they think this is fun. I think I've told basically a story in the podcast. Um, I beat back to back four of their sumo guys. That's right. The smallest one was about a hundred pounds bigger than me. The biggest one, the the last guy, their their guy who I beat, um, was uh, much bigger than me. Okay. Damn, you have magical power. Yeah, right. Sumo right. power. Okay, right. And 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 sumo this, power. This is the important part to the story because I'm not telling you this story because I'm badass. But if I wanted to structure that story, it's a true story that people can back up. There yeah. were many people there, right? So like, it's you a could true call story. your friends and be like, "Oh yeah, did Chris do this?" And they'd be like, "Yeah." Yeah, absolutely. And and there are some martial arts of note who were there who could definitely corroborate. This is what happened. All of us think it's a funny story to tell. <laughs> right, I've told right. you know it's it's a because it, it is a funny story. Now let's put it in some context though. Those guys, none of them were professional sumo. None of them were ranked amateur sumo. 
all of them were well past, well, maybe one was in his prime. The rest were well past their mm-hmm. prime. They were not athletes. They're guys who got together and did sumo, did sumo right. right? Okay. Like, I, like sword fighting in the park kind of right, guys. Yeah, right. I was in my prime. I was fighting constantly all in all kinds of situations. Like it wasn't a fair match. Right. Now that's not because I'm a badass. Look, I'm definitely no crusher. I'm not even I'm not even 3 tiers down from crusher, right? So like nowhere near there. But I could frame that story in a way that really right. makes me look like Chris Hine defeated right. four sumo back to back. And right? I think this is a problem that that we see in uh and I think we've talked about it in the podcast before where people try to set the um, system on to the practitioner. Yes. You know, and they try to be right. like, That's right. you know, like this guy could do this thing. So, so it must work for everyone. And it's like, no, dude, look, that guy could, that guy very well could be, that could have magic powers. He is not going to transfer those magic powers to you. You know, like, right. right. Yeah. There is a difference there. You know, just because one person can do something doesn't mean that, that he that you're going to be able to do it that he can tell you how to do it or even that the way that he tells you how to do it is going to translate that's right so e- so to me like even that it just doesn't it that argument holds no weight that your sensei was well cool your sensei is awesome that means nothing to you you know? Or even anything about the system that Correct. he's teaching. Yeah. Because he yeah. could learn that from somewhere else. Yeah, we need to la- name this fallacy or whatever we want to call it something because I feel like that's like a really commonly committed, even for people who otherwise think quite logically when they're talking about martial arts, they tend to go like, well, I know a guy who, you know, used Was his Was there blade. when, yeah. yeah. He, he's 120 pounds and he did Brazilian jiu-jitsu and beat a 300-pound guy, you know, and it sounds amazing and, you know, so Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu works, I guess, because of that one guy. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that is not the way that we talk about this. Right. Like, we have to look at things as not some outlier or one data point. Like, that's not right. good data. That's right. We need a big set of data, and we need to look at it overall and go, what does this system teach the average, everyday, regular-ass person? Right. And can we repeat that? Can right. We repeat can it we again? repeat that? And can we repeat it again? That's right. Right. And so we, we draw all these false dichotomies and then people who want to embellish their story or whatever, you know, they got a chip on their shoulder. Um, they're going to spread a bunch of false information and, and uh, we, or twisted information. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Which is yeah, totally like, yeah. so, you know, if you called a bunch of people and there were people who thought who, who liked you and were into making you look good, the way that they could tell that story could be different than it actually happened. Um, to make you look better. Right, right. Yeah. You know, one of my teachers once, you know, he, he called me and he was like, Hey, I saw this uh, story you told on the internet. And, and I, I was like, Yeah. And he said, You could have told the story better. And I was, like, <laughs> I was like, What do you mean? He's like, Well, look, I mean, all of it's true, but you downplayed it. And I said, Yeah, because I'm trying to be as honest as possible and I don't want to make it. You know, more than it right, is. Right, right, right. And he's like, yeah, but, you know, that's, and, and he's a good guy. Like, he's, a, but he's like, ah, you know, you got to take advantage right, of right, the things right. you can take advantage <laughs> right. of. And it, it's like that, that's something that I don't want to be as much as I possibly yeah, can yeah. be. I don't want to be. And I don't, I don't think it's good for us to promote that. Right. And especially yeah. Aikido in the state it's in now that there aren't enough people who are like real comfortable and capable of, of actually performing the system and, and understanding what it means and explaining it, it just causes too much confusion, you yeah. know? Yeah. Unfortunately, I think like Josh was saying earlier, the, the talking yourself up thing is so embedded in the culture of martial arts because of the roots of martial yeah, arts man. were trying to make yourself seem, you know, unfuckwithable so that yeah. no one would mess with you. Yeah. Right. You know, whether or not you had magic powers, you were telling everybody that you did, so they'd leave you the fuck alone right, when you right, walked right, right, to right. school or walked to work or wherever, you know? And so we still have that thing and then also add on top of that that people are trying to run businesses then they're also trying to talk their shit up so people go i want to learn from that guy and and you know i wonder if that between those two things if we can break that you know cycle that cycle of talking up yourself to to get more attention than you know you really would have otherwise right right i mean i think i think we can just talk normally about ourselves yeah um and then figure out our system and then the system can speak for itself right 
Yeah. I think that's the thing is letting to me it's like just let the thing be what it is. Right. It doesn't have to be anything more. Like it doesn't I don't I don't understand why it has to be anything more. I don't understand why it has to, you know, like um Do you think that the average Aikido chip on your shoulder teacher um is aware of the truth of Aikido, like that Aikido is not a crushing martial art, that it is just Aikido, and that they they t- they say that it's a crushing martial art anyway because it's good for them? Or do you think that they are still under, like the average teacher of that kind still has some kind of weird idea that that is actually true? I think it's exactly what you were saying about your friend who would always present herself as being the shit, but then inside actually thought she was a piece of shit, you uh-huh. know? Um and, and I think that's what's going on. And I think they hope in their heart of hearts that Aikido is this system that they're, they're espousing, right? Like, say, oh, you can become a crusher. I've done it, blah, 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 blah. Now, I think inside they actually know they're not. <clears throat> and, and that's why they're putting up this false front because it, you know, mm-hmm. does some kind of something's going on. But, but in truth, I do think they hope. I think that they do believe, you know, like, well, my teacher was actually awesome. Or Yuishiba was actually awesome. Or there's someone down the line. Somewhere, who's somewhere. Awesome, that was like, yeah. You know? Right. And and I so think... So they're always a, reaching, reaching for that. Right. That thing. Right. And, and I think a much more realistic and good approach is, uh, my teacher probably had about what I have at this point. And so what do I think I have at this point? And then, you know, you might think you're a piece of shit and say like, well, I'm not all these things. But then quit holding yourself up to all these weird external things. You know, like if I held myself up to... Pat McNamara or Tim Kennedy or something, I would just feel like a piece of shit all day because, like, in the realms, I couldn't even come close to those guys, you know? Right. Um, but, like I said, well, what what have I come from and what has this done for me, you know? And, like, that will tell, tell you what you can offer other people, you know? Yeah. Honestly and legitimately offer other people. Yeah. That's, I think, the, the key is, like, that sort of uh, self uh honestly like being being honest with yourself you know and being able to be like yeah i'm i'm doing some bullshit here <laughs> right you know like <laughs> right um and you know and that might be okay in some case you know like you know and, and, and if you think iq is bullshit then like don't, don't do it go right. don't study do it. something yeah. else and, and that's, that's yeah that's great too yeah. that's super great too yeah yeah i just i feel like yeah people it's like they 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 start to touch on that idea that oh maybe Aikido is bullshit and then they go ha no can't go there because right. then I would have to leave and I'm too old to leave. And I'm already a black belt right. in this and right. so I right. just right. You know. And the truth is, it's like, but it's it's not bullshit. <laughs> I mean, I don't think so. Right, you know, but but it's but not, it might not be what you right, want it to right, be. Right? right, but it's right, but so that's the other thing is you have to really be you have to be able to really articulate what it is that you're looking at so that you can say whether or not it is whatever you think it is, right, you know. Right, right. And I mean, that's the important thing is what do you want and what does it offer? And right. I mean, it's that simple if we could do that, you know, because what a lot of people want is some self-confidence and some good ideas to use when things get a little scary. And that's some social interaction right. and right. some yep. hobby to do, yep. Yep. you know, keep your nights busy. Yep. Like <laughs> That's what they want. And so like... It doesn't always have to be the ultimate. Like our minds always ramp up to the ultimate. You know, it's it's like every guy who day one comes and says, well, how long does it take to get a black belt? <laughs> well, how about you train regularly for a year and we'll see how black see, belt sounds right, after that, right, right? right? Like, but right now, how you're, about you you're, train for it today one, right? and then we'll yeah. see how that train for today, man. <laughs> um, so, so it, it's like, you know, we always got to explode everything to the, to the nth. And so then we have to like, we must feel terrible about it. We're, we're, we think we're supposed to feel terrible about ourselves if we haven't reached the absolute goal of right. the best thing ever. Instead yeah. of honestly assessing where we've come from, right. what the training's given us Every and step along what that can do for other people. And I think that's a larger issue, not just for martial arts, but just for all of, like, at least Western culture is, like, this idea that, like, um, you have to be the best guy or why are you doing it? Like, you – or you have to have the most knowledge. Otherwise, like, why even try? Right, you know? Right. Like, you have to constantly be demonstrating that you're the most experienced person, that you are keeping up with the Joneses, you know? And, and like, that's bullshit because it's – your life is about your life. 
And right. so it's I about mean, that's having... actually a good that's actually a good point that I hadn't really considered, but maybe that that's part of it too. It's like you know, the the martial art itself had to, has to stack up against other martial arts because that's the way that we set things like everything gets set against each other. Uh, yes. And because the way that we think about martial arts, we just throw everything in a big pot yeah. and call we'll it martial see. arts. Right. Pull out and everything. We can't accurately <laughs> we can't accurately uh assess what it is that we're doing because in truth like there cannot be a an ultimate martial art because they're all doing different things. That's right. Right? Yeah. And so there can't be one We always that, want to create this dichotomy, right? right. That, yeah. And so it's like even thinking about setting one up against the other and going like is blah 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 better than blah 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 is blah 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 versus blah 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 is stupid because it's like well th- look at what they're doing and that will tell you which is going to be better in this particular right. situation right that's right so it's kind of that thing i think not everything is like, a competition like plugs into this chip on the shoulder yeah and it doesn't need to right it does not need to it, we don't you know you can just have a martial art just be the the a martial art and yeah i mean i think that's uh, like it's all part of the same milieu but it's like we feel, we constantly feel like we need to prove things to everyone else like well this is why i'm doing it you know someone asks you oh well i'm doing it for this this and this and it's like well, you could just say that you're doing it and you don't have to you don't have to right explain yourself to anybody right. you just do the thing right. yep and who cares if someone else thinks it's dumb who gives it's a shit thing. they're not living your right. life right. you're living your life like is it offering you something or not right and I, I think that that all plays into this like chip on the shoulder thing is it's, you know, there's so much preoccupation with other people, the outside world. Who gives a shit? Yeah. There it is. Yeah. I, I don't know if we, I, I guess we got it this, huh? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I had a pleasant conversation about it. <laughs> yeah, and I feel too. like we got to vent a little bit. So that's yeah. always nice. Yeah. It, it just, it makes me so mad, especially when, you know, like there are these people in the Aikido community. It's like. I, you know, people are pretty chill. Like, it's mostly a bunch of, like, older hippies. Like, chill kind of people, And yeah. so, like, so, like, you saying you're the toughest dude in this community is, like, saying, you know, you're the biggest goldfish in the goldfish bowl. You know right, what I mean? Right, like, right, right, like right. well, cool, man, but there are actual sharks out there in the fucking ocean. Like, yeah. that's where you got to go if that's who you think you want to be. You know, and, and it's also okay to be a goldfish, man. Right. Like, nothing right. wrong with that. Goldfish have great lives. I yeah, think, yeah, they sure. forget. Uh, uh, they forget everything. I think is the thing, and so they just float around. Um, but they can grow real big if you have a big fish tank. Did you see that video of the guy who like, or the chick who like rehabilitates the goldfish? It's no. so cute. Oh. It was depressed and it was all black, and then oh. she nursed it back to health. I did see that. That's and a it, great was, one. it was a big gold boy. It'd be wait, shame. wait, do do goldfish when they get depressed turn black? Apparently, I don't know. She like what? She I bought this depressed that. ass goldfish that looked like it wasn't going to live for another day, and it was all like floating on the bottom of the tank, and it was what all what she like, do for it? Like bl- I don't know. She just like gave it clean water, gave it Sang a lot of space. It. No, no. <laughs> like fed it, like just took normal care of it, and like gave it things to like you know swim around and enjoy, you know, uh-huh, and it, like, like the little hoops to swim through. Well, yeah, just like pebbles. And trees and I don't know shit the goldfish like oh. and then like it started changing colors and it turned back like gold oh. and then eventually it was this big fat gold goldfish and instead of a, a well, sad depressed boy that little guy and then yeah. two years later it died and they had I mean and they everything dies carp alright uh, there, there you go guys bonus yeah. story so uh, let's go ahead. Uh, are we good on our time? How we... Oh yeah, forty eight yeah. minutes. Yeah, yeah, we're in. So there. let's go ahead and thank our patrons uh, who make it possible for us to do this every week and not feel bad about ourselves. Because <laughs> <laughs> we could. Because there could be nobody listening, and then we're just like, "Why is nobody listening to our podcast?" That's true. We know at least these people. At listen. least these. That's very comforting. Yeah. Thank you so much to Adam Nicholson, Matt Whalen, The Dirt Wasp Podcast, Chris, Protector of Ducks, Comouth, Red Leather, Yellow Leather, Nick, Way of the Butter Knife Bullman, Brad V, Yero Madrona, El Terrible, Book Ferragamo, Ben Bear Wrestler Aldrich, Tommy Siv, Francis Cordon, Scott Burns, Dave Dewberry, Ascension Center, Barrett Lippy, Sam Sulian, Michael Heed, O'Con Ayrton, Randy Stewart, Thomas Polino, Hillary Jones, Fran- Franz Martinson, Yuli Simgu, Brian Crowley, Lisa Klein, Sharon Okada, Christopher Aceto, Matt Mumford, Jim, 
no Kamihamiha. <laughs> Kamihamiha. <laughs> for you. Uh, Gallant. <laughs> I hope I said that right. I and, love Jim Gallant. <laughs> and uh, Matt Riley, Grant Templin, and Lenny Akuna. All right. No Kamihamiha. No me kami. For you. All right. You know, like no soup for you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I suppose that's the, yeah. Um, tip of the week. Yeah. What you got, Josh? Oh, so this is on me now. Yeah. Uh, if you have a chip on your shoulder. Don't. <laughs> Find someone to knock it off. Right. Um, no, I mean, I no. I, I think, I don't know. I, I'm going to just say like the normal whatever we always say, which is just like, assess the thing for yourself and be make you know try to be honest with yourself about what you want blah 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 but i'm sure there's a good is there a good like just a good training normal training tip for people if you now that we're back some people are getting closer to being back normal i mean i'm not sure about the rest of the world yeah um but at least here in in california anyway we're we're kind of trying to get there so yeah, if you're um, if you do weapons training, um, find something to hit with your stick mm. and hit it, and you will get a lot better at martial arts. That's true. On the whole, that's absolutely true. That's real. Yeah. That's real yeah. talk. That is a good a good. Or tip. hit your the other person's stick. Like just hit it. Hard, yeah, hit hit things. And your hits will don't look be like a, they're supposed to look eventually. Yeah, don't be afraid to to hit things. I think that's a good one. That is a good one. Yeah. If you meet someone who 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 you think they might have a chip on their shoulder. Ask them, ask yourself, has anyone legitimately tried to knock that chip off? You know, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, it's like, it's like, I, I, I think when my grandpa would say this phrase to me, it was, it was like that. Like, you know, like you're, you're like a, a nail riding too high that someone needs to knock down. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, yeah. I and, and, and so, so like that's, I mean, I think when you see those people, you should ask yourself, because pretty consistently when I see those people. I ask myself, has anyone tried to knock that chip off their shoulder? And then I realize, nope, Pro- no probably, one has. Probably that's not, that's yeah. why that shoulder's still there, or right, that chip's still right, there. Right. And it, then knock it and down. And then not, no. Nah, it doesn't matter. You do whatever you want. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, I think that's, yeah. I mean, I, oh, I think a, it is. a good one. Sorry. No, 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 no yeah. Listen, because people will tell you about themselves. Oh, that's, uh, that's that real advice, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a hard one to get. But it's real. Yeah. Put your own bullshit aside. Yeah. And when you are talking to someone, they'll listen to what everything. they're saying. Yeah. And they'll tell you they'll, everything they'll give you, you need all to know the about answers. Them. Yep. Yeah. Now, they'll usually tell you in order of most important. Right. Right. Oftentimes and, and they too, don't lie. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. And the things that they're most insecure, insecure about or worried about or on the top of their mind, they'll say first. That's first right. thing they'll come and out. So. Or sometimes they lie. But if, you're, if, you, if you really listen... You can, you can figure truth. out what, you know. They might tell you the story in different ways. Right, right. You shouldn't take the story literally. The truth is always just listen the to the story and yes. they'll tell you the truth. Yeah. yeah. Yes. All right. That was like four tips, so. Yeah, we got, go. there's tips more. In. We could just tips make a in. whole podcast that's just tips. Maybe that's tips, our, tips. that's our secondary Aikido podcast. Just the tip podcast. Just the t- <laughs> where, it's, where it's just tips. Just tips. One hour. Yeah, one episode of just, just, just Maybe our next <laughs> episode, maybe our next episode is just us giving tips. Tips. For an hour and a half. It's fun to say that word. Tips. 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 I'm a Show me your tips. Tips. All right, before this goes on any longer. All right, goodbye, folks. I'm calling it. Talk to you next week.